We are back, everyone. Episode 49 of the Jader and Kyle Show is here, and it is fast, and it is furious. We are ready to go. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Jader. What's going on, man? What's up, dude? It's been a while. I haven't seen your face (laughs) in a while. We have been, uh, I don't even want to say in hiatus, man. It's just, it's been a completely opposite schedule, especially you move in Father's Day weekend. I had plans. Uh, this weekend I'm going out of town as well with my best friend. So it's, it's, we've been busy, man. We've been busy. We have, well, that's what I was saying is that after I, uh, I announced that I'm moving, you're like, screw it. We're not doing the show anymore. But yeah, man, glad, glad to be back. Glad to be talking this franchise. Cause I absolutely adore it. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a fun episode, guys. We're going to um, do a couple reviews. In the Heights, we're going to review at the end. So stick around. If you're if you're a fan of that movie, uh, stick around. We're going to talk about that at the end. But also, uh, Fast 9, Jader saw it. And we're going to talk about the rest of the franchise as well. Not break down every single film, but just kind of a general overview of how we feel about the franchise, the characters, the family. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, Jader's not the only one who saw Fast 9 or F9, the Fast Saga. We'll get into that. Uh, also, another member of Pop Culture Pros, Mr. Uh, Gilberto Campa. Welcome, sh- welcome, sir. Welcome back to the show. Sir, how are you? Welcome to it's the show. Good to be back with family. Family is here. Yeah, yeah. Bert, this is the first time you're back on since uh, was the Ocean. I know we had you on Oceans, right? The mm-hmm. Oceans franchise. Did yeah. you come back on for one of our like big episodes? I can't remember. I think it was the Snyder Cut one. Snyder Cut, yeah, you hopped yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's good to have you back, man. Um, and you are fresh out of a screening right now of like, Fast. Night. Everyone who's watching, I literally just got home from the screening, so my <laughs> movie's like super fresh in my head. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so we're gonna have a lot to talk about here. But first, before we jump into uh, F nine, let's talk about the rest of this franchise. Uh, the Fast and Furious franchise started all the way back in two thousand one, and years ago today. Yeah, see, just today, I just read that uh, earlier, 20 years ago, um, Fast and Furious came out, Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, Jordana Brewster, Michelle Rodriguez, it was the, like, it was basically what people called was a point break with cars. 20 and, years ago, my ass was in the theater watching this movie. Probably getting out of it, because I saw it like around 7 o'clock at night, when a packed, packed theater down here, uh, Palace 18 Theater, and they had the, uh, they had the uh, Evo, um, the not the Evo was it an Eclipse? I forgot the car. The first car, the green car that blows up in the beginning, and they had the Supra right in front of the movie theater. Okay. Super super cool, um, and yeah, became that that huge huge fan of that movie. It was my favorite movie for a long time. Uh, yeah, favorite I, I, movie. I was obsessed with this film. Obsessed with it. Um, so it's crazy to look back at this first film and see where we are now. I mean, no one could have predicted this franchise would be where it's at. I think it, I just read an article today, people call it Hollywood's most unlikely franchise. For any franchise to get to nine, 10, 11 films is something you don't see too often at all. There's very rare amount of uh, franchises that do that. So for Fast and Furious to get there, that's like a testament to its staying power, its fans. The fans love this stuff. And uh, coming from personal experience, I used to hate this franchise until like last week. And then I just watched them all again. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You would tell me that you didn't want to review this. That's right. I absolutely forgot. Mm-hmm. I hated this franchise, but you know what? I went back and I watched it. And you just have to accept the dumb. The dumb's a part of it. Dumb Toretto. So I'm ready <laughs> to rank these films. <laughs> and um, so, 
Bert, I'm going to throw this to you right now, man. Would, did you expect this franchise to be where it's at right now as compared to where it was 20 years ago? Definitely not. I mean, it's been tough because they kind of had to reboot the series a few times uh, mm-hmm. because of, you know, actors not wanting to come back and uh, the studio not being sure if they can really make money off this. But, <clears throat> you know, I think ever since like the fifth one, they haven't been able to stop because I feel like each movie from then on has just been like bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And, you know, audiences, you know, not counting last year, but audiences like like i was talking earlier with somebody you know this when you go opening night to a fast movie you know you're going to be entertained like that's a theater experience i love going to especially you know when you have a hype crowd laughing at all the jokes you know being uh impressed by all the action and everything you know yes it's ridiculous yes it, it disobeys the laws of physics sometimes but we love it you know i love it like i said like uh you know i'm very close to agent with jader and I didn't necessarily see the first one in the theater, but that the first two movies, uh, Fast One and Two Fast and Furious, especially since it took place in Miami, are movies that I saw a lot when I was growing up on cable, like all the time. So, so yeah, I mean, the, think about like how this franchise has evolved. And Jader, I'll, I'll throw this to you. So you said this is something that you enjoyed when it first came out. Have you always been in love with these films? I've seen every single Fast and Furious movie day of until I started watching screenings, mm-hmm. uh, screen, going to screeners, then I obviously saw them before. Um, Too Fast, Too Furious, the same thing. I saw it the very first night it came out, Tokyo Drift. Um, even with the, uh, you know, with our, not our characters coming back, being a whole whole new uh, set of characters, I was still there because they had the, you know, the Fast and the Furious right there front and center. So I, I was definitely there. Uh, the fourth one, Fast and Furious. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about titles in a bit, but I was there opening night as well. I think Fast Five was the first one I got to see early on um, because of my a buddy of mine, which was the, my guest that I took. It's just it's his favorite franchise. We're obsessed with it. Um, he had early screening for yeah. it, and he's like, "Dude, I got to take you to see this." So we saw it, and it just blew my mind the first time I saw Five. Uh, Were you at the ride opening night? Huh? <laughs> Were you at the Fast and Furious ride opening night? No, the Fast and Furious ride is something I do not talk about. I actually was. <laughs> I was in Universal Studios this weekend, and I skipped the ride because I hated so much because I was so disappointed with that ride when it first opened. I was expecting something completely different. Um, you don't want to yeah, relive that experience? I, I hate, I've ridden it one time, and I'm like, that's it. That was enough for me. They should shut this shit down and give me back <laughs> Beetlejuice's graveyard within and all that stuff because I'm an OG fan and I missed the Beetlejuice show. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, this 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 franchise for me, it's it's something special. Like I said, um, I knew it was Point Break when I had first seen it because I had seen Point Break growing up, but I didn't care. I thought this was cooler. And till this day, I still think it's a better film than Point Break. I know it's a copycat. I'm in. Yeah. But I enjoy I would watch Fast and Furious 100 times over than watching Point Break. Um, yes. That's just me. I know that is like a baffling and fucking blasphemous thing to say, but it's just it's just my my take on it. Um, I love this char- these characters. I love this world. And this world turned into, you know, it went from street racing thieves to like super heroes, espionage, you know, crazy antics and all that. But I'm, I was all, I'm all here for it. Um, 
Yeah, um, I think also that's what's something that people are really drawn into is the characters, is the family aspect of it. This franchise did Avengers before Avengers. Let's bring a team together from previous movies and make it happen. And that, that I think that's why Fast Five is looked at as like one of the, like to me, is one of the best action movies ever made, period. From start to finish, there's enjoyment, entertainment all the way through. You have like the scene at the beginning, you have them like saving Dom and then driving off the bridge while they're robbing the cars on the train. And then all the way up to the end with the bank heist, everything kind of works there. But when they bring all the characters in, you're like, this is cool. Why don't more franchises do that? And Marvel's just like waiting there. They're like, we'll be there. We'll get, we got you guys next year. Um, so I've always enjoyed the characters. Um, I think I have to say, I have a hot take here. Dom Toretto might be my least favorite character out of them all. I am really like not in on him. I, I, there's a lot of Vin Diesel in there. And of course, because that's just, you know, I think Vin Diesel thinks he is Dom Toretto as he walks around every single day. But the rest of the characters think they're really enjoyable to see Ludacris and Tyrese and Michelle Rodriguez and all these different actors grow with these characters. They do feel like family. And I think that's one of the better aspects of it. Bert, do you have a favorite character in this franchise? Uh, a few, actually. If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Han, just because he just oozes, like, cool. Especially because, I mean, we'll, we'll see when we get to the rankings. Tokyo Drift is pretty high for me, and it's okay. really because of Han. Uh, he's really one of the most unsung characters. I mean, obviously, I love uh, love Toretto, uh, love Brian, but yeah, Han is really a character that I really, uh, really liked a lot. Okay, Jader, you got a favorite character? Brian. Hands down, Paul Walker's character is my favorite character in the franchise. Uh, uh, right behind him is actually Ludacris's character, Tesh Parker. Uh, love him, man. Uh, in, in Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, loved his character. Then maybe because I was a big Ludacris fan and just seeing him in there was fun, but then loved where his character went from that to where he is now in the franchise. Oh. What an arc, huge arc. You know, yeah. and uh, he just, you know, Ludacris for me is just a, a highly like underrated person as is like in the rap game acting wise. Uh, his comedic timing is great, you know, so uh, he he would be a close second. But this this is something that uh, for me, it's it's always been Paul Walker's character, with the exception of him in, in Too Fast, Too Furious. That's the, the least favorite of of the adventure uh, that, that he went on, like him, the way he was in that film, what for me wasn't it. Uh, I feel like he really came out of the shell in Fast and Furious. Like from four and on, it was, he was just a just badass character. See, yeah. I've, I've ever, well, I think Fast Five was the first one I ever saw because this, like, this wasn't a franchise I jumped on until later. Pops yeah. has always been my favorite. Dwayne Johnson is great. And I love how they go back. I wasn't including him because he wasn't from the original, at least from he the counts. two films. But if he counts, then he's he's definitely he's definitely up there. I'm gonna in, I'm gonna I'm gonna I will be mentioning The Rock in a little bit. So so let's get into our rankings of all these films. We're not gonna go into too much detail about it, but we're going to um, at least go through them all. And before we do this, I kind of want to go through the titles because here's the thing: this franchise is fun. It's got a lot going for it. Whoever's doing these titles is so up and down, it's crazy. So we start at number one, The Fast and Furious. Perfect. Great title. I'm in. Next movie, Too Fast, Too Furious. Great play on words. I'm in. All right? That's creative. We're going to put the two in there. Awesome. Maybe you should have done that again later. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. That's intriguing. Okay. Another great title. I'm in. Fast and Furious. 
we just we did that in 2001. We mean Fast and Furious. You're going to take out the the thes in them, and that's what makes it good. No, I'm not in on that. Fast Five, awesome. Fast Five is a great title, amazing title. There's nothing bad about that movie. All right, Fast and Furious Six. Okay, I know what number it is. You couldn't really play on the number six. Fine, it's not a great title. We're kind of dipping here. Furious Seven, a little lazy, but it rolls off the tongue. Okay. Furious Seven's fine. Fate of the Furious is the biggest culprit. Like it's called. Fate <laughs> of the Furious. They don't. They don't put F eight of the Furious. They actually call it Fate of the Furious. It's awful. Like who? Whose decision was this? Clearly, you guys wanted to incorporate the number eight into it, but someone said, "Nah, let's just use the word and not even put the number eight in the actual title." Terrible. And then Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, I like that. Until you give me the title of this new movie, F Nine: The Fast Saga. Have we ever called this the Fast Saga in our entire lives? No. no. And there's no, there's no furious like, in there. It's either. Like on the bottom of the screen, what we would call it, the Fast and Furious. It's a franchise. Exactly. No one's ever called it the Fast Saga. What are we doing here, guys? It's not the Infinity Saga. It's the Fast Saga. Get out of here. Call it Fast Furious Presents F Nine if you want to do that, because you just did that with Hobbs and Shaw. So. Up and down, just like I feel like these movies. So <laughs> let's get into it, guys. Um, Bert, I want to start with you. Let's do your rankings. Um, give me, let's go eight to one or nine to one, whatever you want to do. Nine to one? Okay. So my least favorite is Fast Eight, just, you know, just because of the plot. For the title alone. Yeah. <laughs> then I have two, then number, at number nine, I have Too Fast, Too Furious. Number eight, I have Fast Four. I'm not calling it Fast and Furious, calling it Fast Four. That's uh, a better seven, I have, seven, I have Hobbs and Shaw. Six, I have Fast Nine. Five, I have Fast Seven. Four, I have Tokyo Drift. Three, I have Fast Six. And then two, I have the the, the Fast and the Furious. And obviously, you know what number one is. Yeah, I mean, number one's the go. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jader, what do you got? Am I including nine? Um, let's slide out nine for a second. Right, we'll so number nine ranking, Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, which hurts to say because I'm from Miami and I loved the movie when I first saw it so much because it came out the same year as Bad Boys 2. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, and they were both obviously shocked. It was in Miami. 2000, it was 2002, saw them both the very first day. Um, and I was I just loved seeing um, I, I loved seeing uh, just Miami getting represented. Right. So I, anytime a movie shot in Miami or mentions Miami, I'm a very happy person. Um, but the film itself, with time and rewatching it over and over, it for me, it is uh, the weakest in the series. Right. So I have Too Fast, Too Furious. Then at number eight, I have Fast Eight because I don't call it anything else. Uh, seven, I have fast four, I have six, I have Tokyo Drift, five, I have Hobbs and Shaw. This is the most blasphemous thing for me to say, but I have number four, I have Fast and Furious one. Then I have number three, Furious six, I mean, Fast six, number two, Furious seven, and number one is obviously Fast five. Obviously, um, oh. it's not even close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all right, so 
I'm going to jump in with my rankings real quick guys. Or actually I'll just do it as I go through. Number 10 for me is Tokyo Drift. I put up my whole list up on the page a couple of days ago. Number 10 is Tokyo Drift because it's the only one without the family. You know, it's real. It's Han and you know Lucas. But anything with Lucas Black, I just. But it actually hard had car racing in it, man, and it had and it introduces us to. That's why I love this movie because a it actually focuses yeah. on what the original, the original was. It was you know street racing with a little bit of obviously you know a little action, a little thievery and all that stuff. So this one brought it back. That's why I have mad a respect for Tokyo Drift. Again, I, I am not trying to be like argumentative whatsoever, but. Um, <laughs> It's my least favorite just because of Lucas Black, I think. Uh, he leads the movie, and it's not fun. Uh, I just I don't enjoy it. It's not his, his movie, man. It's Hans' it movie. It's his movie. <laughs> uh, number nine, Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, I think it's like this was Paul Walker showing that he can be like the lead of these films and carry them. And I also really enjoy um, the last car chase scene where all the cars come out of the garage at the end in Miami. I think that's a lot of fun. So I enjoy that one. Number eight is a movie called Better Luck Tomorrow. It's a for Fast and Furious fans. You guys need to know about this movie. This is the Han prequel movie that came out in 2002 where um, I don't know what the actor's name is, but he plays a character named Han. And it's it is Sun Kang. Sun Kang. Yeah, he's in this movie playing a character named Han and is directed by Justin Lin. And they've officially come out and said this is a prequel. This is what Han it was in high school. Now we're and then you see where he is now, obviously, in Tokyo Drift and all these films. So if you're a Fast and Furious fan, go see Better Luck Tomorrow. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Check it out. Uh, number seven, Fate of the Furious. Having Dom as the villain is not great, but the submarine was cool at the end. And also, it's a terrible title. Um, number six, Fast and Furious. Fast four, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think it's kind of forgettable. I really don't remember what happens except for Letty dying at the beginning. Um, and that Earth sort of dying. The original cast? That was kind of Kind weird. of. <laughs> it kind of it's kind of i feel like when you look back at all of them it might be probably the most forgettable like that's the one people are like yeah i guess uh number five is fast and furious six um i think that's you know the movie was riding high after uh fast five and i think six had a great villain in it the whole this team mirrors our team i love that aspect of it uh number four is the original the fast and furious still holds up um like you were saying earlier jader i think that it's just it's got a lot going for it, and i would definitely see it over point break number three is hobbs and shaw i think hobbs and shaw gets everything right it's the as as cheesy and goofy as we need for these franchises but also a lot of action a lot of cool characters like i really want to see another hobbs and shaw you introduce spoiler alert kevin hart and ryan reynolds and um Vanessa Kirby, Isaac Gonzalez. I think there's a, an Indris Elba. I think there's a lot of great characters in this. I would love to. I think the ultimate conclusion should be Hobbs team versus the family. Just put that in Fast Eleven and make that. Well, right. that's happening in real life. It is happening in real life. <laughs> Actually, no. It's got to go. Fast Ten's got to be the dinosaurs with Jurassic Park, and then Eleven is Hobbs versus. Uh, someone, someone mentioned it to me because I mentioned to them that I had seen the, uh, Fast Nine already. Mm -hmm. like, oh, I heard it. I heard Jurassic Park crossover. I'm like, hey, that's never gonna happen. And B, I would fucking like Karen the shit out of that. Like, I do not want to oh, see that show. I heard it's more believable than F9, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> uh, Furious Seven is number two. I think that's a great movie. It's such. I think that opening, just seeing what Statham is capable of after he sees his brother in the hospital and then walking out of the hospital to see all the damage he did is amazing. And then, obviously, um, everything that happens with Paul Walker, and it gets you. 
And then Fast Five is the go. Like it's never gonna, I don't think it's gonna get touched. One of the best action movies of the 21st century, if not the best. So those are our rankings. I think we kind of differ on some of the earlier films, but for the most part, we I, I think we would all say that we enjoy these newer films as what, what the franchise became. Yes, is it's it's what I'm, and it sucks, man. It's just I'm a sucker for those type of films, man. I love over the top action and just espionage films, and this is what they're giving us, you know. Um, yeah. I thought the original concept for Fast and Furious, even though again it did bite off Point Break and instead of surfers, it's race cars, but you know, I was attracted to that world so much. Like I like the street racing in it. I like the music. The soundtrack to that movie was awesome. You know, like it was a lot of things just going for it um that i'm like man this is this is great then we got the sequel and so on and so forth so taken from where it started to where it went it you know it was there was no way that they were not going to keep me as a fan and every time they just gave us a little bit more with these characters i wanted to spend more time with them yeah you know so so i mean Bert, you kind of feel the same way that as these movies got uh, more went on and on the formula kind of got figured out yeah i just feel like they they accepted like this is what we are ridiculous action uh you know villain doesn't really matter but the cranking up the action after each film like they weren't afraid of that they just embraced it each time and everyone's been saying the next stop they gotta go is space and i feel i guess that's supposed to happen in this movie based on the trailer so let's jump into f9 um bert you kind of told us where that ranks in your in your rankings um you said around seven right yeah, I so number six, I think. Yeah. Number six, and Jader, where would you put F nine? It's yeah, number ten. Six. Number ten. Oh, okay, so let's jump into this. Is bottom of the barrel for me for Fast and Furious movies, personally. Okay, so let's. We're about okay, so about twenty one and a half minutes in. So let's do this. F nine, the Fast Saga. Um, Jader, let's start with you then, man. You hate this movie. Uh, why? That's the thing I I. I don't know if I hate it. I just I like this franchise. You get me? Um, this 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 movie just really upset me. Um, like I understand escapism, and I I know we all appeal to the absurdity in the in these um, in these films. But at some point, like there's some things that some lines that you're like, all right, man. And I guess I don't know if I'm just tapped out. And I don't think I am because I, I do want to see this franchise. Not I don't want to say keep going, but I, I don't want it to end. If Fast 9 is the last movie, I'd be really pissed. I'm really looking forward to Fast 10 just so they can kind of fix it, right? So we get, obviously, directed by Justin Lin. He did 3, 4, 5, 6, and 9, six. right? Okay. Cool. Um. Great cars, great location, insane stunts, like unbelievable. And I mean that in, in the most <laughs> in the most literal possible term ever. But I love these movies because it again, escapism. It's mindless fun. And you 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 just get into that theater, you leave your brain at the door, and you're just watching this shit, this super team, super nobodies or whatever just do their thing and then they're working with government they're like government agents or whatever but this movie is laughable laughable even in serious scenes i was cracking up because the dialogue was just so corny and cheesy and there's shit that just i mean i don't mean to 
fucking spoil shit, but Vin Diesel literally pulls down a building with two chains. Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, no. <laughs> mine, bro. Like, my, 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 minor, minor spoilers and, and, you know, like, whatever. And I, I always expect the ridiculousness of these films. Like, I like that. But it's, it's, it just reached this point where I don't care. I, I think, I think, I, I think or thought John Cena did not work whatsoever. You know, I, um, didn't, I didn't like his character whatsoever. What um, about Charlize coming back for her second film? So those scenes, while I was watching the film, she's not in it too much. I liked it. I liked the first two scenes. There's a third scene that she's in that I was like, whatever about, <laughs> right? Overall, I feel like she was, those scenes I'm like, oh, I actually like that. Like, like, like how she's handling these situations, right? But I, whatever, so, man. Jader's off of this. Um, Bert, you seemed a little more warm, a little more positive on this film. Can you see where he's coming from, and how do you feel about this? No, I, I can. I can understand because I felt a little bit of the same. Like, if for me, it's you know, it's in the middle of the pack. But by no means, and I think it was horrible. I definitely liked it more than the last one. Um, but for me, like I said, this one. It was just fun. The action was really good. You know, even though some of it was ridiculous and saying that, you know, after, you know, eight movies of, or let's say four movies of where the action's already kind of ridiculous, they kind of take it to another level even more. Yeah. Um, mm. But for me, it was fine. I actually really liked that some, that certain characters got their time to shine, especially uh, not having the time in the previous films. Uh, obviously, you know, from the trailer, you know, Han, you find He's out what happens. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, let, let, let me let, let me just piggyback off of that. That is probably the biggest spoiler that you can give us. Obviously, had you not, but look, he's yeah. right, literally right here in the corner. Like yeah. you see him in our he's screen. He's right here. <laughs> yeah, and and for me, that's one of the things that bothered me. Like, there's nothing to spoil in this film. If you've seen a Fast and Furious movie before or have you seen the trailer to this movie there's no surprise you already know where they're what they're where they're going um and personally for me the whole han is alive thing i'm like all right cool they do this they've done this before with this one Lenny. yeah right here like these are the two that survived death and <laughs> and whatever it's fine you gave me the explanation it's fine i felt like it was just weak and they really didn't have any really good idea to how to bring them back Picture like whatever you want on your in your head on how he's gonna come back. You're probably right. You're probably right because that's probably that's how he came back. For me, it was just so weak, and so like they're like, dude, we have no idea on how to bring him back, but we got to bring him back. And honestly, there was no need to do that. I don't even think he was a major piece of the film. Like they could have that they could have written that for any other character or made up a character to do where to get from point A to point B. So Han's honest. back, but and they can bring Letty back, but they can't bring Gal Gadot back. Like Wonder Woman then survived the plane crash. That's what I'm saying, man. And <laughs> you know what? It's funny. That was watching, she, she just fell. She just fell in blackness. Like we don't know what. No, happened. man. Yeah, she got sucked into uh, <laughs> from a stereo, dude. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the villain then. Um, it didn't sound like Jader like John Cena at all in this. Bert, does John Cena work in this film? Because he's kind of like a an actor that has its mo his moments when you put him in the right stuff. So is this the right franchise for him? Uh, I would say that 
I want to see what go. more he has. You heard that? You heard that? Uh, that's exactly it. Uh, yeah. Like he wasn't. He was. He wasn't horrible. It just. He just felt weird with everyone else. He like, didn't feel like he fit in. I'm telling you. I'm watching it. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and you know, everybody's gonna be waiting for this freaking scene to happen. You know, the the scene that everybody obviously wants is you know the Diesel versus versus Cena. She was so disappointing to me, man. It was ah, weak. Too fast. Too fast. Because, well, because, <laughs> because Diesel, as we learned in other reports, can't lose fights. Um, so, And that kind of brings me to my next point. Uh, some characters weren't in this movie. I haven't seen this film, by the way. Some characters aren't in this movie, including Cobbs and Shaw, who just came out two years ago. Was The Rock missed in this? Did we oh, miss The Rock? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm okay. telling you, and that's why I said that I haven't mentioned the rock, but I will mention it. His presence, and you remember, look at the look at our top films that we just mentioned. We went from I'm going from one to five. Fast five, fast seven, fast six, fast one, Hobbs and Shaw. This man was in four out of my top five. All right. And he led one of those. And, and exactly, exactly yeah. it. And it's it's not for nothing. And again, we fell in love with these characters prior to him even showing up, but he just adds to this. To this franchise you know which i thought cena coming from the background that he has you know with the wrestling and all that I, i'm not the biggest fiend uh fiend fan cena fan to be completely honest with you um in the wrestling world yes but in films he just hasn't hit for me except for train wreck that's the only film that i'm like man he did really good i didn't even like blockers I, there's a lot of films that he the marine all that stuff it's just not for me suicide squad looks like it's got promise with him. i'm hoping mm -hmm. that he does yeah. great and again it's not it's i'm not rooting against him i'm actually rooting for him he just yeah. hasn't he hasn't hit for me um but i felt like the rock was definitely missing in this franchise he just brings this this ore to this to this franchise and we, I didn't have it. I honestly, I wasn't bored watching the movie's not boring. It's very entertaining. Um, it's just, it didn't, as a big fan of this franchise, there was no surprises. You know, what's going to happen. It's very predictable. Um, and it just got too ridiculous, even for me, where I'm like, this is just not a good film. And I was trying. And again, with all said and done, I still didn't hate it. Like I'm just more, I'm more angry at it than. than Do you feel the need to go see it again in theaters? I'm gonna watch it in theater again and go see that that you know that Jurassic that Jurassic Park Dominion preview. I'll tell yeah. you that much. But um, I, I mean, I will. I do want to see it in a in an IMAX or Dolby theater because our our screening we we didn't have uh, that luxury, which was odd because every single time that. Um, every single time that we've had, you know, we've, we've, um, gotten a screening or something, sort of, especially now with all these movies, we've been getting great, you know, uh, packed, not packed theaters, but a great theater to see it in. So I was really disappointed when we didn't have it. And this is definitely an action packed film that has that, um, that, that needs to be seen that way. And I don't think it's going to change my experience overall, but it just, it might make it just slightly, uh, better. Um, Another thing that I will say about this movie is that it literally touches, I think, every single Fast and Furious film. There's things that they mentioned that happens in part one, that happens in, in uh, that take place in nine, two, three, four, like every single film gets touched on by something. Um, if you've never seen a single Fast and Furious movie, 
normally I'd tell you, you really don't, you know, you can start the franchise from five, six, seven, eight, and then you'll be fine. Um, this one, you would kind of have to watch all of them. Um, just even for the slightest little lines where you're like, oh, that's that. Oh, that that's what happened in, in, in uh, Fast and Furious, like before, you know, oh, that's the thing that he mentioned in Fast and Furious one that went down. So it's little things like that where um, where this is the only one that you will be completely lost if you just start from nine, you know? Huh. So uh, it's, not, it's not a very welcoming movie for new audiences. Um, quick question. One of my favorite characters from these past couple of movies has been Kurt Russell. Is he back? Do we get to see Mr. Nobody in this film? You want the short answer or the long answer? Yes. It, I mean, yes. Yes. Okay, because I got a great – this is the Jader and Kyle show. We do casting what-ifs on here. Do you guys know about the casting what-if for Kurt Russell, for Mr. Nobody from uh, Furious 7? I do not. No? No. There's a – so a very famous actor passed on the role of uh, Mr. Nobody, Denzel Washington. They offered Denzel Washington the role of Mr. Nobody mm-hmm. – and he turned it down because it wasn't a big enough role at the time, even though they promised him an eight, they would give him a bigger role. And he still decided not to do it. Could you imagine Denzel Washington in these movies? Like Kurt Russell's a ma- great in these films. I love his character, Mr. Nobody, but yeah. Denzel stepped in there. Like, oh, like, that's, that's, he, a, that's a whole like, point. Yeah. Yeah. That would be badass. I had no idea about that. The Toronto, yeah, I, I, can, I can guarantee you 99.9% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad at all pretty good Bert. It's hard, pretty good, man. uh so bert uh so you hear what jader has to say you hear how disappointed he is i mean do you feel the need to go see this movie again i mean yeah i mean more for the same reason because i didn't get the true honest experience, experience that you should see this movie in but um, okay. i'm definitely gonna see it again because you know movies are back so definitely going to support and uh, make sure that this uh, movie gets seen. Because I feel like this movie, even though we Jader may not like as much. Uh, oh, it, it, gen- it, general audiences. Are gonna to, I think yeah. general audiences are going to eat this up. Like they're going to love this. Because this, you Absolutely. know, after a year, I think for this movie particularly, it's going to be one that a lot of people are going to go see. This is something. No, and it is. It is. I have. Uh family members man uncles and cousins that don't really go to the movies and found out like get like my mom called me yesterday just a little short story and she's like yeah i need you to do this i'm like i'm actually on my way to go see fast and furious i'll do it for you after i come back i should be out around four o'clock she's like all right cool um she ended up telling some of my cousins uncles or whatever i guess uh they asked where i was and they've all texted me they're like is it worth it should i go see it i can't wait i love these movies and I didn't even I, I lied to them, honestly, unless they're watching this show now. But I told them all to go support this movie, man. I'm like, go watch it, man. It's it's a it's a lot of fun. So on and so forth, because I do want them. I I need a fast 10 or a fast FX. They don't call it FX, man. Oh, they will. <laughs> it's gotta be the FX the fast saga now. Every movie from here on out has to be called The Fast Soccer because you decided to throw that in there. I Look, look. if we're going to be completely honest, I feel like this franchise should have been done at seven. Seven had just the proper sense. It's the second best. Imagine ending in such a – yeah, you didn't top, you know, the general or the mass audience's favorite film, but you, you end on such a high note and such a beautiful tribute to Paul Walker. That should have been – the end of this of this uh of these movies right 
Well, they just do spinoffs from there. Like you can keep this franchise going with spinoffs. Like we're talking about a Dom Toretto prequel just this week. I don't need that at all. I don't want to see where he came from. Let you want to know what's crazy? Dom Toretto now feels like Xander Cage to me. Like the Triple mm -hmm. X character. You know, that's that's what's going on now. Like Triple X is known to be like, you know, Secret Service, all that shit. That's what I feel like Dom Toretto's character ended up. That's where he's at now. Mm -hmm. um he doesn't like it's just things that these it's not even and the, let me tell you one thing that i did love the stunts in these movies are incredible like there's the the, yeah. the final scene at the end when all this shit is going down just awesome awesome stuff and i'm like man i wonder how they're just flinging cars left and right everywhere man, it was awesome it's just so, like, at the end of it all, then, is this movie kind of necessary to the rest of the franchise? Like, is it, is it at at the end of 11, right? Because they're, we're talking about going to 11 films, and then that's when they're saying they're actually going to stop it at that point. They, does this feel just like a roadblock? This feels – this doesn't feel like a fast movie to me. It feels like – and I don't – it feels rushed, and I don't – there's no pun intended in that, to be completely honest with you. It it almost killed the franchise for me. Like, it, if I didn't care enough about these characters to to want them to see this go on this one more adventure or whatever, like I I could have just hung it up here and be like, hey man, that's it. You know, it's just it, it kind of goes like I don't want to compare it to like Dexter season. You know, I don't know, it's seven or eight. Um, but the ending of Dexter for me was so bad that I tell everybody, hey man, watch Dexter until X X point. You know, so you don't have to or kind of like Game of Thrones. Hey, man, watch Game of Thrones. It's a fantastic show. Don't watch that last season because it just kind of like taints everything that that happens with this franchise. And again, I know this movie's getting positive reviews. It's just for me personally, it didn't do it for me. And I was trying to go in there. I went in there not knowing anything about it um, to a certain extent. I knew Han was back, but that's as far as I, I that's as much spoiler as I needed where I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good. Um, so I'm watching this and the whole time I'm trying to like it, but I'm la I'm literally laughed out loud. There was maybe 12 people in the theater in very serious scenes. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like, it's just things that I wasn't buying dialogue. I wasn't buying certain things where, where it just, it didn't work for me. Um, and I was freaking out the whole time. Cause I'm like, please, like I I'm in my head. I, it, it was like an obligation. Like you have to give this movie a positive review. You have to, you have to, you have to, because it's it's a franchise that you love. And I, as more as I, the day went on, I, I was just thinking about it. And then um, Steph hadn't seen, uh, she hadn't seen anything from five and on. So we, we got to see six last night. Um, and just watching six made me even more pissed off about nine. Cause I'm like, this is such a great movie. Like they went completely off the rails with this one and not, not in a, and not in a good way. Um, and I was excited to have Justin Lin back, but I felt like he, he don't, I don't know. Like I know cause there's, there's certain, they're very self-aware in this movie of the craziness. They even mentioned that, that, that there's a line that they mentioned where they're like, man, we've gone through some crazy ass shit, you know? Like, so they teeter totter with, Hey, we know that we're, we're, we're over the top. Uh, but then they try to bring like seriousness. It felt kind of soap opera, like a soap opera. Like the acting, I don't know, man. Not recommended. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean that that to to continue what he was saying, like that character, I actually liked that he was 
saying that in the movie because it made it like kind of self-aware kind of yeah. like hey we don't we realize oh, i'm not saying that didn't work doing. i felt like that worked but then they yeah. they you know i don't know it's just the they i felt like it had um like i didn't know what it wanted to be you know like it it honestly was teeter-tottering with both worlds and then it just felt completely on one side felt one-sided so and i was the, looking the at screening that, that sorry ahead, the screening that i was at too had the same kind of effect like it was pretty packed because it was like press and general audience but you know it was the same thing like during those scenes where it's supposed to be serious very heartfelt moment there was like laughter and like oh my god yeah right like no and it kind of took takes you away from the movie yeah but i mean that's the thing it just depends on your level of you know tolerance or whatever for stupid stuff but but i was trying again this is coming again someone that loves this franchise and i was and i didn't want to like i just it wasn't like uh i'm gonna hate this movie to hate it at all it was the opposite I, I was telling myself you gotta love this movie because you know they they haven't missed yet they had for me even eight i didn't this was the first one that i walked out of where i'm like i don't think i i care to see this one again unless i absolutely have to even eight that I know is on everybody's tier, I walked out of there and I'm like, it's not as good as the other ones, but it's still, I'm like, I'm still in for it. I can't wait for nine. The only reason I'm waiting for 10 is because I want to, I want them to undo nine, do undo, like fix it, you know? Um, and that's coming again. Eight is not even in my, it's not in my bottom. I mean, it's in the bottom tier for me, but I, I honestly didn't come out of eight saying like that was a piece of shit or nowhere near this is the very first fast movie that i come out saying what i what I, what i'm saying now you know so this franchise has thrown out some very ridiculous things but we kind of enjoy them and i kind of want to throw some stuff at you guys and you tell me if there's something in this movie that's more ridiculous than what the, some of these other things okay so and uh let's start with fate of the furious zombie cars is there something more ridiculous in this movie than zombie cars just give me yes or no's. Yes. All right. It's a yes for Jader. Yes for Bert. Okay. Um, and uh, Fast and Furious 6, Dom Toretto jumps across a highway. I fucking love that scene. <laughs> jumps across the highway, grabs Letty, and lands perfectly on yes, a car. Yes. On the other scene yes. And yeah, not not yes. injured at all. Yes? yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Furious 7. Um, the oh. Rock gets shot out of, uh, gets exploded out of a building. That's about, they say four stories. It looks like six and lands on a car, on a truck, on his back and only breaks his arm. Something more ridiculous than that. Yes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Furious 7. I think the most ridiculous stuff is in Furious 7. Yeah. Um, Vin Diesel just drives a car off a cliff. And it goes like flying down like for a while. Comes out not injured at all. Something more ridiculous? Spoiler alert. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. I got one more then. This is also Furious 7. And I think this is the cream of the crop for ridiculous stuff. Um, and a, on a parking garage, uh, Vin Diesel <laughs> is fighting Jason Statham and just steps on the parking garage. It's the, the entire thing to collapse. Is there stuff? Yes. yes, I am the streets. Is there I something? Say, I want to say yes because there is, but that one was taking the cake for me as well. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. 
the okay so how i just laughed i probably laughed harder the first time i saw that scene in the okay. theater because i was like come on but i was there and i was eating it up because everything else was working around that scene mm -hmm. everything else was working you're right this one had just has things where it just left me speechless and i'm like are you freaking kidding me like you didn't i can't because again it's spoilery but it's just Yes, this movie honestly beats all those things. Okay, wow. Ridiculousness. Absolutely. <laughs> the foot stomp makes me laugh every time. I love it. <laughs> I <laughs> <am> it. <laughs> okay, um, and one quick little thing. Uh, I'm a big fan of The Ringer and Bill Simmons. I looked at IMDb. And he has popped up in there as like a pit crew guy. Is he in this movie? Uh, Bill Simmons. NBA analyst. Yeah, I know. I know you're talking about. I don't. I I, I miss them. I miss Bad Bunny too. No, no, no. I, know, I, know. I, I didn't. Bad Bunny's supposed to be in the movie I as well, and I I miss Bad Bunny. Um, there's a lot of cameos uh, in the film throughout. Uh, Party B. A, a lot of reggaeton artists and things like that. A lot of hip hop artists. Uh, there's a surprise MMA fighter in there. That's funny. Uh, yeah, there there's some cameos in the film. Um, but I, I miss Bad Bunny. I, I didn't see Bad Bunny. So it sounds like this is a recommend if you are a fan of the franchise, but not a strong recommend. It sounds like a um, let's just get to the next movie as soon as possible, right? Yeah, if I could fast forward to Fast 10, I would right now. I promise you. Um, I'm hoping my mind changes. My mind changes about, you know, again, I came out loving Too Fast, Too Furious. Now it was, I mean, it finally got debunked for the worst film for me in the franchise <laughs> due to this one. Um, there you go, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> God, at least, right? Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's just, I, I guess as a, again, I have seen every single one of these films and more, some, I mean, Fast 9, I've seen it well over 10, 15, I mean, not Fast 9, Fast 5, over 10, 15 times where I've seen you know, fast forward, maybe a good three to four times. You know, so I've seen them multiple times. Um, again, <laughs> I just, <laughs> your seat belts. Oh, yes. yes, dude. Yes. Holy shit. I am stealing that from you. That is if they, so great. If they don't do that. I am doing the petition for that right now. I am writing <laughs> your seatbelts. Seat God, I don't even want to speak no more. That's it. I'm done. Fast night sucks. Sorry, guys. Not right, cool. I got one more ridiculous thing I want to throw out there. Is there anything in this movie more ridiculous than Vin Diesel trying to convince us that he's as tall as The Rock and can beat him in a fight? He's not. <laughs> no. 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 No, that takes the cake. He's <laughs> He, you know what's funny? Cena in this movie, like Cena now, even though his physique is not as big as he was when he was wrestling, it's still mm -hmm. bigger than half the people he's working with. And yeah. in this movie, like there's a scene, there's there's a scene at the end where he's like face to face with with uh, Vin Diesel, and it's like, bro, like like Vin's not even like, like you know there's, when Vin yeah. has that effect now where like he used to be the biggest guy in the movie, and then The Rock came. And then he's yes. just like huge, and then now Spoiler Cena's alert. in it, and like he's supposed to be his brother, whatever. And it's just like, well, like Dom, Dom definitely got the weaker, the weaker part <laughs> of, the, of the genetics. Quick little spoiler: Cena, alert. Cena is huge, bro. 
there is a bigger person than both Cena and Vin Diesel in this movie. There's a what? Yeah, that's true. I, oh, sorry. I said there's a bigger person that's bigger than Cena and Vin Diesel in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And is Boban in it from Dude. John Wick 3? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. I mean, again, I, I wanted to, man. I really did. And I thought I was going to end up recommending it. Um, you know, just popcorn fun no. film, which it is. But I can't do that to you guys. <laughs> I care about you. Man. I care about you. I, I just can't. AMC is offering uh, all you can eat popcorn this week, so maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, uh, go support the just support the theaters. Uh, if you watch yeah. the show, you're obviously a fan of movies. I know you're not a fan of our mugs, um, so any way you can go support. There are plenty of films if you don't want to see Fast and Furious that we can definitely recommend. Just check out the channel. We have some reviews up. Um, but if you're there and you just want to have fun or have a laugh, go into this movie thinking it's a comedy. It might help you. I swear to God. It's kind of spoofy. I'm telling you. Like, it, you know, it, 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 I, <laughs> but. And I guess stay after the credits. Um, yeah, and there's definitely a mid credit scene that, um, I got hype for it is it is it is worthy. It's nothing like the mid credit scene in you know in Furious Six when yeah. the introduction with you know with with uh, Jason Statham like that, that, was, that for that me was, was top tier shit, man. What about like, Eva Mendes coming? Eva Mendes one with you know retrieving Letty that was awesome because we didn't know where the franchise was going, so that was a holy shit moment as well. Um, it's not that tier, but it it is entertaining. Uh, it, it honestly leaves you like a oh shit, you know. So you know, dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. It is an oh shit moment. It is an oh shit moment. Um, but uh, I mean, again, have some fun. Turn off your brain. Uh, just uh, you know, expect a lot of like. If you've seen the franchise, they crank it up. Are the minions in this movie? Universal owns them both. No, I don't think that that's happening yet, dude. I think, that's, I think that's how they end it for uh, Fast 11. Okay, we'll get there eventually. But that's going to do it for uh, the Fast and Furious for our review for F9. There was another movie that came out uh, about two weeks ago now that we all had a great time with. And I guess no one else did because no one has seen it. And that's going to be In the Heights. Uh, Jade, if you want to mark this down. Um, In the Heights is the latest movie from John M. Chu came out uh, HBO Max about two weeks ago. It's in theaters right now. It's a musical written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton. This was his first one that was a Broadway play, and then now it's brought to the big screen. And guys, this movie's incredible. And I'm really shocked at the lack of perception this is getting from audiences. It feels like people just want to save their money for other things because the numbers on HBO Max came out as well, and people aren't watching it on there. So it, I don't Warner Brothers really push this. They really want us to be a big hit and they have something on their hands. This movie is incredible. There's so much brightness and liveliness and culture all mixed into this film that just makes you feel good about yourself and about, you know, community and diversity and all these things that really like it, it just, it's something that as a moviegoer, you don't feel very often, but when you have a musical that's tight in, that's feels very relevant to today 
um, as, as far as like, you know, spreading love and all that, uh, chasing your dreams. I think In the Heights is one of the best musicals to come out in a long time and no one's seen it. And Bert, I want to throw this to you. You saw In the Heights. How did you feel about it? I loved it. I mean, literally, if you go on my Spotify right now, I've been bumping the soundtrack like for the, uh, from the film like all the time. I've seen that at this point probably at least four to five times already because I also have HBO Max. But I saw it in the theater twice. Initially at the screening that I was with with Jader and also about two days after that, I went by myself just to see it on a Saturday. But, I mean, you know, for me, with my background, you know, being Cuban, Puerto Rican, I mean, I loved it. Um, it was great to see a story about people that uh, – uh, people that in a community that I'm familiar with in – positions and jobs that are relatable, that are real, that are, you know, natural, that don't feel like different or, you know, what, what we're used to getting back then. All the performances I felt were great. Um, I mean, you can read, you can read more about it. I wrote a review for it for the site that's up now, but um, it was just great. I mean, I, there's, you know, we, me and Jada can talk about it, you know, but there's a, there's a particular reason why a lot of people are also disliking the movie. Um, but like I said, I don't really, if you really want to have a wonderful experience, if you haven't been to the movies in a while, this is the movie that you need to go see in the theater. Cause this is a movie Jader. that I feel like anyone can be relatable, can relate to and watch. Jader, how'd you feel and walking out of it? Same thing. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, Bert, uh, Bert uh, mentioned that him and I saw it, uh, well, we were in the same room, we didn't see it together. Um, but this is. Again, it's 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 no mystery here. Um, I'm not the biggest musical fan. Uh, I've found some gems along the way. La La Land being my favorite, um, I think. Uh, this this climbed up the charts, man. Let me tell you, I absolutely loved this movie. Uh, not knowing what I was really getting into, I was more of the uh, a hype man for Lin Manuel because of his work and just his Latino pride. And that's something that I, I take, you know, just like I, I, I love my Miami uh, movies or whatever. Just anything with Latin people in it, man. Just, you know, giving us the limelight just for a minute. Um, I'm going to take pride with that. And I feel like they hit every single beat. And again, no pun intended. They just hit it with this movie. They knock it out of the park, in, in my opinion. Um, when it comes to, you know, uh, coming, you know, being an illegal immigrant, working your ass off. Uh, to chase that dream of yours, the American dream, right? And having that, um, and then being told that you're not able to go to school or not being able to vote or have a driver's license and, you know, this and that, and that. you know, you coming from that background, this movie just hits. Uh, there's scenes where, you know, they're, they're talking, they're dancing and talking and singing around the kitchen, you know, and they're, they're opening the cazuelas up and all that stuff. And you, you just see that food. And I'm like, I, taste that food. Yep. I can smell that food. It smells like grandma's cooking. You know, they hit those beats. Then they go to a club and they're dancing, you know, and they're dancing the salsa. They're just hitting. And those scenes are just so beautifully directed, beautifully choreographed. Mm -hmm. uh, the sing It's just, you know, it's such a hell of a film um, that it it pisses me off, man, that, that it's not getting the, the love that it deserves. You know, it is just, it's a beautiful film, but let me tell you something. I actually showed it to my aunt and my grandma. I started it and then I had to, I had to run. So I only got to see around 25, 30 minutes of the beginning uh, of the movie. 
with them and movie ended i didn't talk to them for like another like two days and i asked i'm like hey how'd you what'd you think of the film my aunt's like i didn't like it she goes i didn't hate it she goes but she goes i couldn't understand a lot of what they're saying and it has to do with the hip-hop that's what it was again my aunt she was not born here but you know she speaks perfect english she's not that old she's like 51 52 but she says that they were you know when they were you know rapping it was too much that she was like like trying to see it um that she had to put like subtitles on that and even like reading she goes it was uncomfortable trying to read the subtitles and watching what they were doing so she's like the hip-hop part is what took her out of it and i'm like man that's what i loved about it yeah but again this is completely different um backgrounds like she's not a hip-hop person she listens to her music was like 80s freestyles and and things like that you know mm -hmm. um so she told me she goes it's a good movie she goes but i didn't see the wow that you that you told me about um so i wonder if that's the general census with just because a lot of latin uh people are talking about it you know my mom knew about this movie when i told her hey i'm gonna go watch because i took my little brother to see it um and and my little brother again growing up here and growing up in a hip-hop community not community but like you know listening to hip-hop and all that stuff he's like i told him hey do you want to go see a movie and he was like yeah yeah uh i'm down i was like all right cool uh about 30 minutes before we had to head out i was like oh yeah by the way it's a musical and then he's like god damn it like you know i'm stuck now so we went and he's seen it i think twice already in its entirety he really liked it he got out of the movie saying like no oh, this movie was amazing i didn't think i was gonna like a musical but it was the influence of again of the hip-hop and the spanish culture that 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 is just our world you know mm -hmm. um so i wonder if that's what it is like the older generation just not liking it because of the hip-hop influence which i don't think it should have anything to do with it, but maybe that's what it is. Cause again, I also invited some friends to go see this movie and my my friend's mom was older and she absolutely loved it. She even told me she was, I'm buying a ticket and I'm watching it this week. Uh, so I don't know from my family, that's that's the, that's the, the report I got back from them was just that they didn't like the whole hip hop thing. She goes, I like mute, she, her thing was more also, she goes, I like, I love music, but I, don't want to watch a musical like that. Like she's like, especially the way that they were, you know, doing the rhymes and things and like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I guess it didn't work for you. I'm like, I think that it's, honestly, it's it's up there with the best movie of the year for me. It's teeter tottering between this and um, and a quiet place too. Um, so, I, I think that's a generation gap right there because there's a lot of um, just people in their. 40s, 50s, 60s, and up, who just don't like hip hop, and they, it's just one of those things where you're never going to break through to them. They're just not into that type of music. But the people who would like that type of music are people our age and younger who really like, who really enjoy hip hop and the the whole flow, the rhyming, the good beats, stuff like that. And like those are people who aren't seeing this movie because they don't like musicals, and I think that's kind of getting to the heart of the problem here, is that. The wrong audience is seeing this when the right audience, if they just, you know, gave a musical a chance, they would know exactly what they're in for and they probably enjoy it. Um, let's jump into the characters real quick, the actors. Anthony Ramos is a guy that hasn't done much yet. You might have seen him in A Star is Born um, and then obviously in Hamilton from Disney Plus last year. He gets to lead this movie, his first time leading a movie. 
I think this guy has the charisma and the charm that you need yes. to be a movie star. He He's is incredible. And I, like walking around carrying a name like Usnavi, which the way that this they show how he got his name is incredible. Um, which is a common Latin joke, dude. Yes. There are so that many so, things that's that's that so they, funny. Just, they just throw in this film where it just clicks right back to home man i was like watching this movie i'm like oh my god they didn't do that oh my god they didn't do that steph mentioned something that she's like the only thing to what have made this movie a perfect film was to see somebody get hit with a chancleta like that's the only <laughs> thing missing to be complete she goes they again i i said this earlier it just hits every single beat when it comes to the food uh the dancing the uh the again uh well i want to get back to the acting and the characters yeah. like yeah. almost i think it's great Corey hawkins is a guy that i've always thought is a great actor like someone who just doesn't get recognized but every movie he's in when he gets a chance to lead or has a significant role he's the most memorable part and i feel like you know straight out compton him as dr dre was my favorite character in the film um, and then just like they gave him a 24 series that wasn't really his path. But in this movie, he gets to showcase all his talents. He can be charming and likable, but he can also he can sing. He can dance. He's got a lot of talent to him. And I feel like to me, I, I love his like my favorite song in this film is 96,000. I love how they the, it's it's a great show. Singing is in Incredible, dude. Yes. Incredible. And he kind of gets it started with the singing after the little rap at the beginning. And I always, that I, that plays in my head constantly for the for real though part. I think he's great in this. The uh, other two female leads, I don't know their names off the top of my head. It's a girl who plays Vanessa and um, Nia. I think they are just, Melissa, they're awesome. Melissa, Melissa Barrera and, and Leslie Grace. Leslie Grace. Two up and coming actresses who I want to see more of. I want to see exactly what they have to do after this. I think they have all the talent in the world as well. Jimmy Smits. Um, and then obviously, I don't know what her name is. The woman who plays Abuela. Um, it might be Olga, in the She might be in the Oscar race this year, guys. Uh, just keep an eye out for that. So I think this movie's got a lot going for us. She crushes, dude. Yes. It's that, it was just a great ensemble, great music. Every, it, Jimmy Smits looked like he was having the time of his life doing uh uh shooting this film i even like the kid sunny the the younger cousin yes, dude he was he was he was uh for me he was the uh the sleeper of the film man yes you know so he you feel the same way about the characters like i i just i think they all really knocked out of the park yeah they 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 absolutely did um i i i can't rec i can't recommend this movie enough um again it's it's between between a quiet place two and this these are the top films of 2021 for me thus far um if you're latin please support it uh we don't get we don't get a, a lot of this please. <laughs> please go support it it's it's even if it's through streaming through uh hbo max man you know subscribe with a different email get the three days you know unsubscribe just like latins do but just get that streaming <laughs> 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 What's next on HBO Max? We got we got what? Uh, Space Jam. Space Jam's coming, and then Space Suicide Squad. Yeah. You know, what, you know what looks good? I saw a trailer before in the Heights for a new Hugh Jackman movie called Reminiscence. With it's with Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson, and he it's like in the future where. The, it's everything's flooded, and now people like buy nostalgia, and you get to like relive your best moments. It looks. Amazing. It looks like Blade Runner 2049. That sounds like, like 2021. 
for us. Because yes. everything they sell us now is all nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> it, check out the trailer when you get a chance. I know that's coming as well. I think that's going to be in August, though. So, um, Bert, is this movie another a recommendation for you as well? Hell yeah. This is de- definitely like what Jader said. I mean, if you have a chance to go to go to the theater, if you've been hesitant, if you've been waiting for the right movie to go to the theater to see, definitely in the heights is the movie. Like, and this honestly, is a, this is this is what the, going to the movies is about. Like having yeah. an experience. Like it was wonderful. This was for me escapism with a little bit of realism, just like we were talking about with our previous film. Yeah, it 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 honestly, at least for for us, you know, we escape to go to the movies. We see, you know, because it has a lot of fantasy. They're dancing on buildings and things like that. But you're also, you know, they're hitting these 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 again beats where you're like, oh my god, that's just like home. Oh my god, I remember when my tia used to do things like that. It's little things like that where I'm like, man, this it just you know it felt very homey to me, man. I I. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I can't recommend it enough. The most fantastical thing in this movie was when they started dancing in the middle of the basketball court and no one said a word. That would never fly. Those guys would be so pissed. Get <laughs> 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 off the court. Yeah. Um, this is a recommend for me as well. Uh, please go see this if you can. I think it's on HBO Max for another two weeks. It's going to be in theaters for probably another four weeks. So give this a chance while you can before all the other big movies start coming out. It's about to come fast and furious. We got F9 coming out this week. And I think you got Black Widow coming out, a Purge movie. You got Space Jam. So it's about to come out pretty quickly here. And so give this musical a chance. I know there's a lot more musicals coming out this year as well. West Side Story. Um, West Side Story. And then Dear Evan Hansen's another one that's coming out. So keep an eye out. There's a lot of good stuff. Um, but that's going to do it for us, guys, on this episode of the Jader and Kyle Show. We've got two great reviews out there. We wrapped up the Fast and Furious franchise, so you got a little surface look at that. And, Bert, thank you for joining us, man. It was a pleasure having you on. Of course, anytime, guys. Absolutely. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, what's you got shows coming out this week or next week? Uh, well, this week, no, but uh, stay tuned for my review. For Fast 9 to be up on the site in a few days. Awesome. All right, Fast 9, we got that coming. Uh, Jader, what do you have coming, man? Do you have a review coming soon? I mean, this was your review for Fast 9. My review for Fast 9, so here you go, guys. Uh, there are talks in the Schmodown world. Uh, I have a I have a match coming up. It hasn't been announced yet, so look out for that. Mm. Um, and whatever, you know, whatever review they, I mean, whatever movie they tell me to go, see, I just show up guys, you know, that, that's always been my thing. I just show up. So you tell me to go see a movie. I'm going to go review it. Um, I'm hoping we get some black widow action. So It'd be nice. Uh, we'll see that. And yeah, no, just make sure you, you know, uh, check out the channel. We have the, I don't even know. I'm sorry if I missed anybody, but you know, just too sweet show. We have the granny's PhD. We have put it in the, the books. Put it in the Met show. Listen, <laughs> put it in the books. We have our show. Obviously. Our show. There's the streaming wars. Uh, yeah, you have the four quarter show. Just whatever, uh, whatever you guys like. We like sports, movies, Empire. TV. Shows, yeah. We got it for you guys. Uh, so just stay tuned. There's a lot of stuff coming. And next week, guys, I don't know if you see it below. Uh, this is the Jaden Kyle show, episode 49. Maybe we'll have something big for episode 50 coming up soon. So. Uh, check us out. We will be back next time on another brand new episode of the Jader and Kyle show.